0: Hi guys, welcome to the Peppermint H podcast, this is episode 2, please subscribe to the channel if you're new and leave us a comment with any topics you'd like us to cover in future videos. Guys, episode 2, our
1: podcast. Here we are.
0: Um, Obviously, we're missing one person today. Um, In the last vlog that I pulled out of February, you know, just sort of sharing our adventures, I did announce to the world that Lewis is going to be a dad. An awesome one, he will be. Indeed. I'm going to be an uncle. Try and be. Congratulations. Well done. (laughs) Um, But he's got his parents over tonight because they've got like a a really good scan tomorrow. I think it's the gender reveal.
2: Ah, what do you reckon?
0: It's a boy or a girl? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, 50 50. but uh, no that's where Lewis is tonight but um, no for this episode you know we were originally going to talk about just the, the local music scene but you know there's another you know, topic that we need to cover tonight but yeah. I'll pass it over to you Sam to to host this one
2: Okey-doke. cheers Rye uh, so yeah as the um, band Hypochondriac Chris come up with the idea of talking about the local music scene mm. but then of course what's going on in the world right this very moment is the coronavirus and we can't get away from it unfortunately it's Every newspaper, every news article on the TV, Facebook, social media, everywhere. It's everywhere at the moment, isn't it? So you can't actually get away um, from it.
1: What's the coronavirus? What's the coronavirus? Oh. <laughs> I don't think I've heard anything about it, have you? Yeah. It's, 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 <laughs> a hang- it's a hangover. It's, it's a hang- hangover, is
2: it? To be honest with you, lads, no. it's, it's, so, it's everywhere now. I've actually logged out of social media because it's just too much for me now. Just hearing about it every single day. You know, wash your hands. You know, mm. the death toll and things like that. It's mm. it's it's morbid. You know, it's just it's absolutely ridiculous. Taking over our lives, isn't it? Absolutely, that's the thing. And I mean, what what have your, what's your view on it, guys? Basically, what have you heard about it so far? Is it, have you, has it put you in fear, or are you just think you just yeah. ca- keep calm and carry on? You know, I think it's
0: well. I think when it first was announced, like you you know you keep a track of the news, don't you? And you think, okay, well, we've heard of swine flu before Ebola, and of course it was terrible. People were losing their lives and. You know, but you you don't really feel like it's going to affect anyone close by. Mm. You kind of sort of, not sort of you know, bury your head under the sand, but you just get on with your life, didn't you? Yeah. Um. Don't really think about it, and then, you know, a couple of weeks ago, my parents were stacking up on tin food and things, like that, and I thought they were crazy. No, that's the, you know, the big thing. Now, that was isn't kind it? of my yeah. thing. However, I must say, obviously, been watching the news the last few days. Yeah, it's become more serious. But today, I just I finished work. Um, and. I just went for a shop, not because I was personally going to bulk buy, just because I had to just get some more food and, and bits and pieces. And I went into Tesco, and it was absolutely rammed of people. It was bizarre. It was like a film, really. It was like a zombie film, anyway. Yeah. Everyone was trying to get... The Dawn th- of the Dead. There was hardly <laughs> any food on the shelves, which you don't get in a massive superstore, do you? And no toilet roll. No toilet roll whatsoever. Um, it, was, it was scary. And I think mm. if anybody... Regardless if you think this is serious or not, and obviously we'll talk about is it media hype or should we really be concerned, park that. I think people should still go and bulk buy because ultimately it's going to be hard to get your goodies and your, and your shop stuff yeah. for, for the next month or so. I reckon it's, there's going to be a shortage of supplies, yeah. that kind of thing. I just didn't think people cared so much
1: about toilet paper.
2: But, but I, my wife went into um, Tesco's and there was nothing there. She said where's all your toilet rolls? I went, oh, we restocked it this morning and they were gone in 45 minutes. Mm -hmm. People were waiting outside the door to go in and... Using kitchen roll
1: next. (sighs) Just, you know... It's not
2: abrasive, it's like yeah, sandpaper. Blocks
1: the toilet, doesn't it? <laughs> you can only get away with two sheets, really. <laughs> one sheet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. When people buy their new
0: bathrooms, everyone's going to go. Everyone's going to say, "I need a b day." Yeah, that's going to be exactly. The, be I the said revival, that to Steph the other day. I said,
2: "I bet you all the you know, people, people who've got b days <laughs> <bidets> are laughing." <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So b day listeners, well yeah, done. But for, but for people, obviously, who. I'm sure anyone who listens to this podcast or watches this podcast, they're going to know what coronavirus is. But um, just a, a brief outline of it. I've got up on my screen here what it is. So COVID-19 uh, is caused by Severe Acute Respiratory Syndrome, uh, or in other words, SARS-CoV-2, um, origi- originating in Wuhan now.
1: You can see why they just called it coronavirus.
2: Oh, it's a mouthful, isn't <laughs> it? But the, the the problem is, is the um, the source of it—what? How did it come about? Obviously, there's conspiracies out there, and there's scientific reasons. You know, everyone's saying it was um people eating bats. Yeah. That was the first one, wasn't it? And then there was yeah. videos going around of people eating bats. But I, I think we know now it's not the case, isn't it? I think uh it originated in food market uh, where there's wild animals being sold, mm. and the 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 way they were living was absolutely disgusting. Yeah, and the conditions, so the, heart, yeah, the yeah. conditions they were in was yeah. disgusting. So, But obviously there's conspiracies,
0: isn't there? Yeah. Well, some of the conspiracies as well. And I'm in no position to really, you know, talk facts with coronavirus because I've not researched it fully. But I've heard, um, you know, that there was a sort of research lab, you know, where, where it could have technically been man-made in a way. Mm. I'm not saying it was manipulated or it was deliberate. We don't know. But they're, talks of, they're talking about it, there was an accident It spread that way. Um, and there's even talks as well that they could, you know, we need to be a little bit worried as well because they say, yeah, there's worse things out there like the common flu and stuff yeah. like that. But they're saying there could be traces of things like HIV and, and stuff like that in coronavirus, really? which yeah. in 18 months' time could kill your immune system, um, which could make some people mm. die just by the common flu. So that's yeah. where, yeah, you know, is it media hype or is it something that we should be really serious about? I don't know.
1: Mm. I, did, I did see something sort of quite sort of humorous the other day i think it was like the two out the two main outcomes it was actually a, a you know a study and it was like well either you can turn into mo- pneumonia or uh, you just get the common cold so it's like how yeah. can you go from yeah colors, like a severe can't, can't breathe yeah can't breathe <laughs> lungs filled up with fluid so it's just a few days off work yeah just <laughs> like sniffles yeah, you know
2: yeah. obviously yeah you hear all the the conspiracies as it's population control because there's a billion people in China isn't there, and yeah. you know, and so there's obviously, it's been released as population control there, there's, there's, who knows what the fact is but what we've been told is obviously it's originated from a food market over in, mm. in China funnily enough, I watched a video on YouTube the other day, um, and it's a chap who lives in Wuhan, uh, and he's a teacher, an English teacher out there uh, he contracted the virus in 2019 in November, and that's the thing, we didn't hear about it until January 2020, like the first of January, I think it was, yeah. news over here and if you think between November and January, millions of people have travelled worldwide, haven't they? Yeah. If more people contracted it, so it's probably already been here for a few months, and people probably already had it but not thought about it, it's only because it's in the news. People have now got you know cold symptoms. I think, oh my god, get to go get to the doctors and get checked, haven't they? So.
0: Yeah. Exactly. And. Yeah. Partly, it's already here. Yeah. You know, it's spreaded It's the The virus was here from, like you say, a couple of months ago. Um, I do think it's a balance isn't it i i think there are some people that probably have a, a slight cough which you would have this time of the year anyway mm, yeah um and they over panic um yeah. but having, having said that it's better to be safe than sorry yeah. if if you are concerned you know or if you're particularly vulnerable you know some people you know have been checked out because they've already got diabetes or they're an older generation you can't you it's best to just check yeah mm. But you know but i think a lot of the time
2: you know it could be a little bit of media hype. Um, yeah, absolutely. Media What's, love it. But, I mean, like, but I what makes this virus so effective is the symptoms of it. I mean, just reading here, symptoms are most often fever, dry cough, shortness of breath, uh, and then complications of pneumonia, acute mm. respiratory distress syndrome. It From everything that I've seen, it starts out as a cold. Now, you will go to work. I've 90% of people will go to work with a cold, wouldn't they? Yeah, who, yeah. Who, who would have a day off with a runny nose, you No. Know? Mm. I've gone to work with a cold, um... Because I'd rather be at work than laying in the city feeling sorry for myself. Yeah. You know, so I'd go to work and that's probably what most population's done. This is how this virus is spread. It's Someone's sneezed and it's got into the, you know, the environment and then someone's contracted yeah. it, you know. And so it's there, such an easy thing. There to was
1: there was years ago, wasn't it? I, I think nine, 1918 or something after the First World War, There's something called Spanish Flu. Yeah. Which um, the reason it it happened was that all the soldiers come back from the First World War um they'd all had the flu this the flu out in in the war, but they 've all become immune to it, mm. so they come back to England or mm. back to their home countries wherever they were from um and then everyone from home didn't weren't their immunities weren't prepared to deal with it and I think it wiped out over I think it was a four or five million in the end, wow. and the reason it was called Spanish flu is because it killed the spanish king but okay. at the time but um you know I think that was the last massive pandemic global thing, and then I sort of saw something in the news that was saying. Um, you know coronavirus could be the next spanish flu mm-hmm. but, which yeah. hopefully isn't because yeah, see, that was what, yeah. what,
2: what's what's funny is
1: i don't remember swine flu getting
2: this much hype in the media on the news um but then i look on online and on my screen now coronavirus you can see where it's hit worldwide so there's some countries that like very dark red some are just red some have not even been touched at all now if you look at the swine flu map most of the countries are dark red mm-hmm. um yeah. so you know, i don't think the coronaviruses had the Same effect as swine flu in terms of the uh, affected number, yeah. In terms of like.
0: volume, no. Mm. Um, and I think even with Ebola
2: and etc., yeah. well, I think Ebola yeah. killed I think 10,000 in, yeah. in one country. China's not reached that yet, yeah. I don't think so. Worldwide's not even reached yeah. that, so but, I don't think it's
0: the difference is with coronavirus, it has spread across the country, yeah, across yeah. the world,
1: you yeah. Know? It, it does sort of open up another thing as well, which is a bit controversial, I, I will admit, but I have. I've got a few friends on Facebook that are avid vegans and they're sort of stating that, well, you know, if the world didn't eat meat, then maybe this wouldn't have happened, you know, which I was just sort of like, is is that a point? Because, you know, things you say like swine flu, that came from pigs. Yeah. This supposedly has come from the consumption of eating animals, even though, you you know, it might not be the bats thing, but like you were saying about the markets and everything Mm. like that, where they're trading livestock and animals, it's come from that. If that industry didn't exist... Would this illness happen? Probably not. But then something else might something have manifested else, from eating other things. Yeah, you know? yeah absolutely. So. Yeah, and I mean, no, I'm a
0: vegetarian. I'm not vegan, and I'm not here to be a. a pro, I'm not a protester in a no. shape or form. But I do think, yeah, not just coronavirus, but I do think there are a lot of diseases, yeah. that can be prevented if you don't eat certain, not all meats, but I think like red meat in particular
1: or pork. Yeah.
2: On my screen, I, I'm on the website called Worldometers.info, and it's live information from uh, around the world. So it's everything from how many people are on the planet. So the population goes up. Um, how many deaths? How many births? Even information <laughs> like how many bicycles were sold in one day. Wow. Things like that. it's got everything. I don't know how it gets the information, but it seems quite accurate. Now yeah. on my screen, I've obviously got the COVID-19 coronavirus outbreak information, and it's last updated at 19:48. Obviously, we're now nine o'clock. So I've just refreshed my page on my laptop. So the cases worldwide are 155,860 with 5,815 deaths, but then the majority have recovered, 74,438, which I think it just shows that is this virus just being blown out of proportion? If you go by stats,
0: yes. Um, But if we go by where we are at the moment, in terms that it is the unknown, Mm -hmm. we don't know really what
1: coronavirus contains. In Germany have had no deaths. Probably not. That.
2: Yeah. So uh, on this table here, China's at the top, followed by Italy. Uh, Spain's obviously coming up the ranks as well, isn't it, with its cases, yeah. and mm. the UK's in there as well. Now, the UK's had 10 deaths, uh, I think it was today, bringing the uh, total cases, including the um, new cases, up to 1,140 in the UK. Now, China is obviously showing 80,000 cases, but 13 new deaths, that's the lowest it's been in the whole time of this this pandemic. Right. Um, so something is hopefully working out there, but they're measures their measures are taken, hopefully working for them. You know, Italy's on complete lockdown, aren't they, as mm. well? Um, sure. Do you think we'll end up going on lockdown? Well, you know, I was just going to ask that, Funny enough.
0: Um, I don't know if they'll go, if if they'll turn around and say the whole UK, I mean, it could happen. It could happen by the time we upload this podcast. You never know. It's so yeah. unpredictable, this virus, really. Um, I reckon what they might do is they might turn around and say people over 70 have to be in in lockdown. People with certain conditions have to go into lockdown. Um, certain schools might go down to lockdown. So I reckon there'll be partitions, if you like, that will mm. shut down. Whether it be the whole you know, of the UK, I don't know. But you just don't know, do you? No, you never predict
1: Italy or It's just in
2: the unknown, isn't it?
1: They're saying Italy two weeks goes in a similar situation to we are right now. Okay, yeah. So anything could happen. Anything now. could happen the next two weeks. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm, um, but,
2: but like I
0: said, going shopping today, and you know, so in the grand scheme of things, it's not really a big deal. But mm. it really did open my eyes today. Yeah, absolutely. Just, just to see the shortage of food and, and yeah. people
2: panicking, really. Yeah, yeah. I mean supermarkets. Uh, they're, they're talking about the economy is going to go down the toilet basically because you know people aren't going to be going to work, there's gonna be no trading going on, things yeah. like that. But tell you what supermarkets are making a killing. Yeah. Um, if you put like if you put all that aside, what's going on, they're making so much profit, yeah, and so much money now as well. So they're they're probably growing up yeah. the stock market, you know. And 100%. then you, but then you've got companies that are gonna be shutting down, like small smaller firms as well. So like- so Flybe went under, didn't mm. they? Um, I know obviously they probably had other things as well, but I think coronavirus finished them off, yeah. I think as well. And then mm. BA I heard is struggling £250 flights in New
0: York. Yeah, and we don't know. I mean, by the time the podcast goes up, I mean, they might have already announced it. Again, factually, I don't know all the points, but I did read somewhere
2: that, you know, the USA might be stopping flights from the UK to America. Mm. So, It's just a thing. A colleague of mine said the other day that... They've stopped all flights from Europe to the USA, but still England to the USA. Now, what's to stop someone from getting a connecting flight via England? Exactly. Unless they put in some sort of measure of control. Mm. So, no, you've travelled from Europe. So sorry, you can't. make sense, does it? Yeah, it's great. So, that's, I don't think Mr Trump's thought you all the way through. to <laughs> Most things.
1: That's another yeah. podcast.
2: But, of course, we're, we're a band. Yeah. We play music. And our whole podcast is about music. So, of course, we go to gigs. We play gigs. Mm. Um... It's gonna it's gonna be affecting all the things we do. So we had tickets see Sam Fender yeah. this month, um, which I think I think you said earlier on, Chris, that you think will get cancelled. Yeah,
1: I mean, you you've said haven't you to uh, Bill, our mate, was the guy who got the tickets, and you, you said to him that you're not going. Haven't you? Yeah,
2: I said to him I'm not going. Just fears that you know you're in a you're in a space with a lot of people. Yeah, and it's people all standing as well, isn't it? And people will probably still go as well who are feeling under the weather. So I'd rather not take the risk. was coming out yeah. I've got a, I've got a young boy, little boy. You Know he's, he's 17 months old. I don't want to pass anything on yeah, to him. There's, at no, all. there's no point taking yeah. the gamble, yeah, yeah, exactly. So I'd rather not. But then I've got a list in front of me of what's happening worldwide as well. So you see, the Jonas brothers have cancelled, um, Chris's favorite baby shark, you know, and Rage Against the Machine. Uh, loads of loads of uh, Khalid, mm. BTS, Stormzy Green Day, they're cancelling all their shows, yeah, Louis Tomlinson. But it's not even just music; it's exhibitions as well. Um, These, I I go to a lot of um, IT, uh, you know, exhibition things like that, and uh, CCTV security things, and they've all been cancelled just for fears of it.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's everything as well, and Mm. and football, Mm. um, which you know we mentioned Bill, who's a friend of ours. Um, He, I mean, we both actually run a another YouTube channel uh, called Garage Football. Mm. Um, So we film in there. Where's shed? shed. <laughs> I'm joking. But no, it's <laughs> it it, about it's about um, politics, no. <laughs> yeah. But uh, the, what I was going to say was, is yeah, we talk about all things football. Um, and next week, uh, Bill's going to be uploading a video about coronavirus and, and how it affects the, the football games and where the, what's mm-hmm. going to happen with the Premier League. Yeah, are, they, even, are they going to stop it? Well, they've stopped postponed it. You yeah, because Arsenal, the in Chelsea,
2: in lockdown, aren't they? Because uh, Tammy Abraham's caught it yeah and um mick arteta's 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 got it
0: so it's you think it's a big thing isn't it you know stadium games and what will they do with the season going forward Mm -hmm. um so that will be quite an interesting podcast so you know check out garage football subscribe to that and and watch those videos but yeah it's all it's all things that are affected and even like you say music there was a really big country festival that got cancelled at the o2 the other day so
2: it's affecting everything it is and it, just more so than anything that I've ever seen in, in my life. You know, I've never known something like this to stop, you know, these big events going ahead, really. But then we need to also look at... We, we were going to get together and talk about local music. So, mm. obviously, we play locally. We play in lots of pubs, venues. We're obviously playing to the public, aren't we? Yeah. So, th- th- again, it could be a member of the public. You know, I've got a bit of a cold, but I'll still go out tonight, you yeah, know. Yeah. Things like So, how do you think we can deal with that, you know? Well, first of all, I think,
0: you know, coronavirus aside... I think we can all say that the local music scene, you know, wherever you you've got two sides, haven't you? You've got the original mm. bands where they go out and play band nights, and then you've got the cover band community. Um, and I think the last few years, anyway, that we've been gigging, or when we was in strike out as well, there's always it's always been hit and miss gigs. You know, they're not always guaranteed unless you play certain venues and, yeah. and you know you've promoted it really well. Gigs are very 50 50. And yeah, if Christmas is coming up, it could be really good or it could be quiet and, you know, it could, it could be dead. Um, or, like you say, the other day we did a gig at Burnham um, and we had, is it Storm Dennis, they
1: called it? Yeah.
0: Um, you know, funny enough, we still had a good turnout that night. But it was yeah.
1: bizarre, wasn't it? Because it was completely empty. And then it just filled up. After <laughs> 15, yeah, but 15 minutes before we played, all, everyone just pulled in. Yeah. yeah.
0: And so there's always, I think the music scene, you know, personally, has. I wouldn't say has died, but I think because you've got things now like Netflix yeah. and more people have got more incentives to stay in, mm. you know, then go out, unless there's a really good occasion, more people would rather check out music and, on YouTube yeah. and then maybe go to a gig. and So I think for bands that have just started, it must be so tough. And now with coronavirus, it's, it's going to be even harder. Mm. Um, and obviously we've got quite a few gigs this year. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Um, lined up. And, you know, every single month we're going to be uploading a vlog. You know showing what gigs we've done and our activity like this podcast etc um so you know if anyone's watching this for the first time please subscribe to check out our content we haven't got a gig now for a few weeks um That's- fourth of April? I think it's the 11th of April. April, April is the next one. Yeah, it's um, the one, isn't it? Yeah. And so far, all gigs are going to continue. Yeah. Um, but we don't know what's going to happen. We yeah. don't know if they have to be postponed or what will happen. But what's your prediction, Chris, in terms of coronavirus and how it's going to affect the well, music industry?
1: You know, I have I have started to notice that a few bands on the Essex Cover Bands community have sort of said that, oh, we can, we've we cancelled gigs and stuff um, just because of coronavirus. And, you know, pubs have been advised not to put events on and things like that so it's obviously going to take a a big effect on sort of those people but I think like you know we don't depend on this as an income Mm. so it's a little booster and the main reason we you know well I do it as well is because I get a lot out of it like enjoyment as well so um I don't I don't think it's having a huge impact on maybe private gigs because like weddings and things like that, because people will still get married, won't they? And people are still going to have a party. Yeah. So,
2: and I think when it comes to a private event as well, if it's a bride and groom, for instance, they'll know, you know, all the guests. Exactly. You don't know where they've been. mm, Yeah, exactly. So, well, well, that's the thing, but then them guests will probably cancel. Whereas when it's an open event. Yeah. People might still turn up.
0: But even with, sorry, Chris, even with private events though, yeah, it does depend on again the volume. Yeah. If it's a small wedding, I don't think it really matters. But if someone's planned a massive, yeah. you know, church wedding with you know loads of guests, depending on how you know coronavirus goes. They might cancel. You don't know. No one really knows what's around the corner.
1: I, I don't. I don't think the reasons that pubs will be cancelling gigs is because they're worried about the amount of people that's going to be in their pub. I think it's the amount. It's the lack of people that are going to be going out and the amount of revenue they're going to make of an yeah, evening.
2: They're, they're, when they open up the pub, obviously they're opening for business, aren't they? Yeah. If they're not getting, if they're not pulling pints, they're not making money, are they? Exactly. So they're not got enough money to pay exactly, the band. Exactly. So and then that that's one problem. But then it's also paying for their bills, paying for their arrears that yeah. they have to pay for you know <laughs> they're going to think well it's not worth us opening you know so why would i want to pay a band
1: it must put a massive strain on sort of pubs as well and venues because you know like you said you're not putting punch not making money but then on the other side of it they still got to pay for things especially if some pubs are leased and things like mm, that yeah, absolutely. You, you've still got that 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 monthly mm. thing to pay out and if you've not got no income coming in it's going to put a big oh, strain exactly. and this is what bands need to
0: realize as well um because it's so easy and again we we'll on another podcast we'll talk about you know what should you know how much should bands charge etc yeah. but you know for all different occasions but sometimes i think some bands don't always understand that you know in business doesn't matter if it's a pub doesn't matter if it's a state agency it doesn't matter if it's you know engineering there's always going to be profit and loss mm. you know and you have to look at you know what's your, what's your outgoings and how much staff you've got And yeah, there are some pubs that I think take the piss. You know, they they make a killing and they can pay bands more and we'll discuss that more in detail. But at the same time, you know, no one opens up
2: the pub to make a loss. So Mm. it's a balance, you know. So as a band, obviously we've been playing, we've got, you know, two gigs a month this year. Um, On average, yeah. On average, yeah. So we have to also keep ourselves... We need to make sure we don't spread anything to the members of the public. So we have to obviously take precautions as Mm. well. Make sure we, if we're feeling unwell, maybe we'll we'll have to get a dep in. Which
1: which I didn't do last week. I'm just coming out of a fluy cold and I went to a gig. uh, Exactly. So,
2: yeah, half of Colchester's (laughs) probably got coronavirus (laughs) because of you. But no, in all seriousness, I mean, if we have got something, we'd have to either try and find a depp or worst case, have to cancel, you know, because hmm. we have to think about public health here. We, we yes. can't be exempt just because yeah. we're playing a gig.
0: That's it. Health comes first, and, you know, touch wood. No one's got coronavirus in this band. And like you say, if someone did, you know, we'd have to work out, what, number one, if we would do the gig. The good thing about the Peppermint Apes, like we've always said, is, you know, we are the main band, but it's not just yeah. us, is it? We've, we've got other people that are part of the Apes, and we've got Depths, and, you know, there's going to be a few gigs where, obviously, when Lewis has his baby you know, where we'll need to get a Depp in. Mm-hmm. So we'd, we'd cross that bridge. The Pepin Oaks would continue, but it just depends on how serious this coronavirus outbreak is because some of the pubs might get cancelled as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but coronavirus aside, obviously we'll talk more about it, but part of this podcast as well is about the, the gig scene. Yeah. Um, there will be people that are watching this that aren't from Essex. They're all over the UK or over the country. So it's I reckon it's quite relevant to any location in theory. Um, but Chris, obviously, you've done quite a lot of gigs on the local scene. Yeah, um, I, I was in the band Out with you before the Apes, um, before you joined the Apes, I should say, um, and you was in other cover bands before that. Yeah, what's been you know coronavirus aside for a minute? What's been your thoughts on the actual music scene, like the highs and lows? How do you think it's going? I th- do you mean sort of mean in terms
1: of sort of cover bands? Uh, so I've never sort well, of been from more your in the originals. Good, yeah, yeah. Go from the cover band side, side Co- of for cover bands. I think it. <laughs> It's a bit weird because there are so many cover bands coming out of Essex, mm. and I. Some of the quality of them. I mean, you, you got people that want different things out of it. Some some people are, you know, no disrespect to anyone, are just people that have been playing their instruments for a couple of years, get together once a Sunday afternoon before the roast dinner, and they'll have a jam and they think, oh, let's do a kick down the local boozer. Um, but then you have got some bands that have been going a long time, like you have got the Exposer, you got Hedgehog. Um, think Solar Nine have been going around a while now, um, and they're, those guys—they're they're really, really good. Um, they are really good bands, and they will always get a gig. They—I mean, I don't know how many gigs exposed they have in a year, but yeah. I think it's probably more than about forty. I'd say. Yeah. They gig most Friday saturday most nights. Friday Saturdays, aren't they? I, think,
2: uh, I looked on that Band Photos website you put our gigs yeah. up on, and <laughs> the list was yeah. as long as your arm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um and. No, we've seen them a few times. They're, they're, a, they're a great band, you can't deny it, but I, th- I think the reason that they're so popular is because they've been going for so long as well as the fact that they're all very good. Mm. So, it was late 70s they formed, wasn't it? I think so, was it maybe mid-80s or something? Yeah. I, I, don't, I think it was mid-80s. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know for definite. They even appeared on DIY SOS once as well. So. Yeah, well, I saw that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, they're a really good band. But I, th- I think it's very difficult for a new cover band sort of... Making an, an indent in pubs because I mean, as we've got you guys have realized now, pub managers do not give a t- about if you're the next who or Bills, the Beatles yeah. or you're just an average Joe, they, they just they couldn't care if you're there and there's punters in the pub and they yeah, seem to be it enjoying it. goes back
2: to, it, I think, if they're pulling pints yeah. and making money, mm-hmm. mate, that's all they care yeah, about.
1: It's just, there's just, I mean. You know what, I will mention this pub because it's personally affected me now. I've been trying, I mean, I go in there with my mates every Saturday night for probably, I mean, not now, things are different now, but a couple of years ago, I used to go in there quite a lot because it, it was the pub you went to before you went to The Brush. But I've been trying to get a gig in there for, and the guy knows me in there. Um, and I just, I don't know if I've always timed it at the wrong time to to ask for a gig, or I'm oh, sorry, gone in there at the wrong time, but... It's always been a bit sort of a like, oh I know you, I'm not gonna give you a gig just out of principle. Yeah. Um, and I've seen some terrible bands in there. I mean, I've seen some some rubbish. I'm not gonna judge them or anything like that. I understand that some people don't want to push and make and, and, and be really tight and anything mm. like that. They just want to enjoy it and that's yeah. fine, that's absolutely fine. But it, it frustrates me when you've got venues like that that could have a really good band play, but they won't out of some sort of principle. Mm. Um, and it just goes down to the fact that I think pub managers don't, like I said, they don't care. As long as they've got every Saturday f- filled in yeah. with something going on, then they know they've got people going to see that band or they know they're going to have something going on, like I said. And they will just, they don't care. So, Just before this lineup of the Apes was formed, yeah. um, we was in
0: Strikeout and we were, in, you know, we were trying to book gigs for Strikeout, but also for the Apes. Yeah. Um, Quite a few times, they said, okay, come back in October, yeah. whatever year it was, come back in October, we'll book some gigs. Um, last year, I think it was. Yeah, I think you got to October, sorry, we're fully booked.
1: I went in I went in August, actually, end of August, and I thought to myself, right, I'm going to hit him early, I'll go in end of August, and he said, oh, we're fully booked a couple of months ago. And I said, well, I said three months ago, you yeah. said come back in August, like September. He went, yeah. sorry, fully booked. But
0: that's an example yeah. of not, not what, all some, like that. what some pubs can be yeah. like, and... No, I'm sure. Don't get wrong. They could be great guys, and it's a great pub. That's yeah. why. You, that's why you're saying all this. It's not because you dislike them. That's it's because the first, you yeah. love the pub, and, and you know that we're a good yeah. band.
1: I'm from Rayleigh, so yeah. You no, know, I, I live in Rayleigh. I've grew up in Rayleigh. I've got so many people in Rayleigh that want to come and see the band. And they're like, oh, when you're playing, and like you know, we, when we played in Benfleet, you know that's that's around the corner, and that's why there were so many people. Yeah, there. it was
2: yeah. absolutely rammed, yeah. They yeah. were saying yeah. it
1: was one of the busiest gigs i have had in a while. Yeah. 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 Um. You know, a lot of my family were there as well. A lot of, you know, uh, Lucy, my fiancee, her her mum and other half were there as well, which is great. And you, see, you saw so many people came that have never seen the, me play before. Yeah. And because I'm a member of Benfleet Running Club as well, that loads of people came from there, and it was just a great evening.
0: But then sometimes there comes a point where you just accept that some venues, yeah. you know, you just you just accept. Okay, it is what it is, and I think the point of this podcast really is for other bands that are trying to book geeks, you're going to get this. You know, even yeah. with bands, and I'm not saying that we've made it in any shape or form, but even bands like us that have been going for, well, as the Peppermint Apes over 10 years, 11 years, you're still going to get some venues, you know, that don't want to book you and you're going to get some venues that, you know, want to get you loads of dates and book you and if so, you know, but uh, going back to the point, really, is I don't think the music industry, the music scene, has has died. I I, I think it's not as strong as it probably was. Everyone says, you yeah. know, back in the 80s, it was amazing because, again, like I said, people didn't have Netflix, people didn't have Sky
2: Plus. Do you and, know the way uh, forward? Then we have to start streaming our gigs on YouTube. Yeah,
1: like, that's done. the next step. It, it, we should. We I'd love us to do that for YouTube. You know, you'd probably get more interest if you did a Facebook Live gig from a rehearsal room than an actual gig. Yeah. The thing is, though,
2: when, when I first started playing in bands, obviously Chinneries was the venue mm. to play yeah. back in the day. This is on the original front now, not covers or such. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but they, it will merge onto covers. Now, when I've played in the original bands, I've never had a turnout at a gig uh, as much as we have a, in a covers band. So in a yeah. covers band, we've had a, a crowd at every gig. I've played Chinnery's with five people, and one of them was my dad, you know, uh, whereas i played covers gigs. And because people know the songs, they're interested. Unless yeah. you're well-established originals band people know the words to your songs then yeah you're going to you're gonna struggle and I've never been able to pull off an originals gig yeah. with a massive crowd yeah. originals uh, the covers is always the one yeah, that's I, I do of... think
1: the way to do it in with originals and I think a lot of original bands m- myself as well I you know sort of dabbled in originals and you know you want to play your own music that's all you want to play because you're so proud of it and you think, oh I'm playing a gig I'm playing my own stuff but actually for the, the people there they don't want all the time they want to listen to your own stuff they want no. familiarity and so I think a lot of the time originals bands make a mistake of playing all originals only, only.
2: exclusively yeah. originals well yeah.
0: we live in a world now where most people have got a short attention span yeah would you say oh. <laughs> do, do you know what I mean but most people do have a
1: short attention span I didn't know you had a short attention span
0: <laughs> <laughs> but the point is is you know even me, when I go to see... I love original material. I love yeah. I love supporting live music. Um, And, you know, I would go and see... They could be the tightest band in the world, you know. But if I don't know their songs... Yeah. I'm only going to really want to listen to a couple of their songs. Yeah. And that sounds really harsh. But it's just because after a while you start thinking I need a beer or... Yeah. But then when you start playing good covers... Now, if anyone wants to know the full history of the the Peppermint Apes, we've got our first episode, which is a history of the band from when it started to where we are now and it's over, was it two hours long? Two hours, ten so minutes. That talks about the story of the band, so that goes in more detail. But to sort of give you a bit of a breakdown, The Apes, when we started, we were pretty much an all-originals band. When I formed it in 2008, all we did was originals. Um, I think we did one cover, which was a T-Rex song called Dreamy Lady, which wasn't even a, a T-Rex single. That was just a song that we made our own. Did you do a cover of Molly's Chambers as well? Uh, we did, when yeah. we did some gig um, pub gigs down the yeah. line. But the point is we we were pretty much originals. And yeah, you know, our first gig at the touchline was really busy because we, we gave it a promotion. We go and to be fair, your first gig is usually, I think with any band, when you get on the, the, the gigging scene, your first gig is usually quite packed. Yeah. and it was for us. Um and then we did other gigs that that was good. And before we did America, we did the London scene. And you know, I think at, even when you joined the band, Sam, down the line, when we were doing more originals you know we'd play gigs in london and it was very mm. hit and miss sometimes you'd play a gig where it would be really packed and other times it would be dead you would play yeah. to the bar staff but this is the other thing for original bands as well what we learned over the years is if you're playing a band night um you know showcasing your originals when's the best slot when's the best time to play?
2: <laughs> I'm glad you brought this up actually because i always <laughs> found headlining was the worst it was the graveyard shift because wasn't it? you get on a, I used to, when you used to get headline you think oh my god i've made it oh, oh. You, go at, <laughs> you go on at you got you go on at 20 to 11, 20 minutes set no one's there no there's no one there your best i found it was either at the very start because mm-hmm. people were still there or like chris just said the middle the middle slot never get the never get a headline yeah. and slot. And never fall
0: for that that title no. of headline so young musicians if you've just formed you know i always say to them don't you know cuz it's so easy for like for example if we set up a, a gig at chineries and we played in the middle and we got a young band You know, quite energetic. They bring their family along. You know, we're going to get that crowd. And then our crowd as well are going to be gone by the time. It's just how it goes and it's it's sad. People are there to support
2: their friends, if you
1: like. Yeah, the problem is I used to fun as well with Chinneries. A lot of people would come down. um, I mean, it's the trains as well when they run. I mean, you've got the C2C line from South and Central, which is it goes a little bit later than the other uh, Victoria. Victoria Yeah. I mean the last train out of South in Victoria I think is like five to eleven. Okay, yeah. It's like if you've got the last shift at Chinnery's, your fan base that have got on that train, they're gonna be gone at half ten. Yeah, mm.
2: absolutely. So it's like Yeah. <laughs> I always mean, I always found just a headline slot a waste of time and I'm not bothered if that puts off venues for booking us because mm. it's just something I don't want to ever go back no, to is no. headlining. Yeah. It, it's Unless
0: it's a good festival or something. Festival, like absolutely, that, when there's a guaranteed crowd. Yeah. But, you know, I think the good thing with us going forward as a band is I mean, don't get me wrong. Before this lineup and before the Apes took a little break, you know, we've always—I mean, we had, we've had an album that we're going to re-release at some point because it's not on Amazon yet at the moment. Against the Wall, at some point we're going to re-release it. Um, but we've what we found towards the end, and we're going to start bringing some of the originals back as well, and write new originals down the line. Yeah. Um, it always worked. What's quite fresh about us is we're capable of putting together a really fun pub set, like you say, to keep people entertained. And that's—that's that's be honest. That's what they pretty much want to hear anyway, and then you can chuck in two or three of your best originals, and they really appreciate it. And then after the gig, what we find is at half time or at the end of the gig, they go, "I want to hear more of your originals. Where can I hear more?" And then they, they then they buy CDs, yeah, you know, or, or want to stream it or hear more. And then it's just peppering. It, then, yeah. You're just peppering it in there, and then aren't if, you? Exactly. And if then if we do have an originals gig down the line, they're more inclined to come. So I think the bands really who want to push their originals, unless you're really really young. You know, and you're at school, you've got no sort of full time job, then push your originals. But I think really it makes sense to have a good cover set and then
1: slowly bring your originals in yeah. and take it from there. I think you get people interested as well. If you like if you go back twenty five years ago, obviously I, 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 well that's when I was born, but I mean <laughs> so I can't. But I think from speaking to, you know, my dad and other sort of people who's similar to his age, it's like there weren't as many cover bands or bands in pubs around as they are now he Mm. said it was very rare but when you found one they said they were usually good and you would follow them and you'd you'd find out where they're playing and you'd go to the next gig nowadays people don't do that they'll see a band in a pub and they'll think yeah they're good i can have a card mate you know how much you charge and stuff like that are you you know i'll I'll definitely follow you i'll definitely come to your next gig never hear from ever again no no and and I, don't, I think that's just a product of where we, the era we're around. Mm. Every, every, everything Like you said, Ryan, it's a span thing. I think if people are scrolling through social media, if people are looking at Instagram, maybe, what, social media, yeah. So, you know, it's, it's, they're going to see it come up. Oh, Peppermint Apes, this, that, and the other. If we'd have like a YouTube video attached or something like that, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll look at it and they'll watch a bit of it then and if they like what they hear, then they'll mm. maybe come to a gig.
0: Exactly. I think yeah. we are in the world now of social media. It's all about. You have to utilize it exactly, yeah. and
1: there are people
0: that just do little clips. on It's not just YouTube, but Facebook videos powerful now, you know. And there are, I mean, there's one person. I mean, called Teddy Swims. I don't know if you've heard of him. No, but he just, I mean, he probably does his own stuff. He, I could be completely wrong. He could be, you know, releasing an album, all that kind of stuff. But for, to my knowledge, um, he just does covers online. You know, yeah. very good covers. Very, very good vocalist. Um, but he's. he's got huge from Facebook promotion. Now, Justine, I mean, that's my girlfriend, she's booked tickets for us to go and see him. And I'm like, well, he's only... Well, I say he's only, but how do you know him? Well, I've just seen videos on on YouTube. And now she's paid... She missed out on getting the tickets, and we've paid a little bit more than the actual ticket price to go and see it. And it's created a buzz. It's sold out. So that's the way forward now. It's all about, I think, bands that want to... It's not even just worldwide but even on the local scene you've got to be prepared to promote you've got to be prepared to use facebook you've got to be prepared to it's not just turning up and expecting to put a poster up and expecting people to turn up because mm. pubs don't really promote you no you've got to be prepared to do that you've got to put the graft in um but bringing it back to the coronavirus side of things it's even more important now to obviously number one we don't know if some venues are going to just cancel or whatever yeah. but you've still got to maintain your fan base i mean sam i mean in terms of the gig inside of things, I mean, what's your view on where you think it's going to go with coronavirus? Do you think there's going to be more cancellations? Do you think our gig is going to get cancelled? I don't think they will be, but let's see. Uh,
2: well, I'd like to hope they won't be cancelled because um, I really enjoy playing the gigs. We all enjoy playing the gigs, don't we? So I really, hope, right. I really, hope, <laughs> I really hope they don't get cancelled. But we've got to think realistically, um, this is a, a worldwide pandemic now, yeah. isn't it? And it's going to spread more. Um, so landlords probably aren't going to want to take the risk. And going back to what we said earlier on, um, I think they'd rather just stay shut for the day than having to pull pints at an empty pub and then have to pay a band, you know, 300 quid 400 500 quid at the end of the night, you know. They're just losing money. So um, I've, I've got a feeling that we might get a couple of cancellations as the weeks go on. Um, I think the or, Swan will cancel. Cause... No, or they might say, judge it, you know. You guys turn up and judge it, maybe. We don't know, so... Yeah, what about you, Chris? Would you?
1: I don't think the Swan in Wickford would cancel us, Um, just because I think you know the, the people, the, the guys that go drinking there. that It's like a family thing for them, isn't it? It's like their their Saturday night ritual almost. Mm. I think you know if they were to be quarantined, that they will be quarantined inside the pub. <laughs> <laughs> We've been here since Thursday, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is their usual. So. Uh, I think yeah, maybe some of them might be. Um, I noticed on Facebook that the cricketers have put something up about the cricketers in Westcliff, saying that they've um, cancelled a few bands of the next sort of month. Um, Now, I I think that is just pure out of pure fear that no one's going out drinking. Yeah, but when I was driving here over today, um, I drove through Rayleigh and it's absolutely buzzing. Everyone's out. That's the thing. But you've
2: got to think though: there's 67 million people in the UK. And there's only been a handful of that affected. Are the is the UK population going to you know just go down to their knees and you know beg for mercy from it? I I don't think they will. I think Uh, I think they're just going to carry on to be honest with you until someone fight
1: on the beaches, (laughs) 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 fight on the land. (laughs) Exactly, (laughs) it's it's the old
2: Churchill saying. That's the thing. But the British won't surrender. But we keep on going. We'll wash
1: our hands. You know, yeah, keep washing your hands. That's the problem. Though.
2: I'm washing my hands all the time. No skin I, left, look. That's the thing. My hands are red raw because cause I'm in customers' houses um, for my work a lot. Nick of the, the time. No, I do not. No. <laughs> no, but I, I, I had a job a couple of weeks back, and um, this is when the coronavirus was really starting to hit the news. And uh, my boss said to me, Right, uh, yeah, I got a job, and I knew that this customer had just come back from Dubai. Now, Dubai's not got a massive spread over there, but still, Iran, right next door to it, is up there with the. Um, the amount of cases over mm. there, so uh, I pulled up in my van, got out, and she was putting her bins out. And the first thing I said was, "How was your holiday?" <laughs> first thing I said, and she went, oh, "I was really good." I said, "Uh, when did you get back?" That was my critical question. When did you get back? And she said, oh, two two weeks ago." I was like, "Right, you're fine then, aren't you?" And I said, "Oh, so how's the uh, coronavirus over there?" I like, "Oh, no, nothing <laughs> over there." And I was like, "Thank God for that." <laughs> so I went in there. I was done the job, but every every job that I've been going to, it's just that little bit of fear. I've been turned up people's houses, and you think, mm, yeah. It's just a bit scary but people've got to be it, vigilant, Exactly. They? But if, if if a um if your friend had invited you to a gig, um so say for instance we went to go and watch Peppermint Apes at a yeah. busy venue, would you go still? Yeah. You'd still go? Yeah. I think I would. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean it
0: depends on obviously what happens in the next couple of weeks. But at this moment in time, yeah, I think I yeah, would. Yeah, I think I still I, I, I as, as
2: me being, you know, the hypochondriac, I still would. It's just I think one of you mentioned me, ago, it's just vigilant, you know try not to shake hands with people, you know, use a bit of loo roll hob the toilet door because you know yeah. some some dirty person's not washed their hands, you know, things like that. So it's just been a bit more vigilant, isn't it? A touch yeah. elbows to
1: shaking hands. That's exactly yeah. what you do and
2: it? hold your sneezing if you can. Yeah. <laughs> Sneeze across the bar. The yeah, bar. you there the whole evening like... <laughs> 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 yeah, smile. Oh dear. <laughs> but
0: the good thing is, I mean, you know, obviously, we say to everybody, subscribe to the channel because we put videos out and we'll keep people up to date. But we're also, you know, we do, we put a lot of content out on Facebook, don't we? Yeah. Um, facebook.com forward slash The Peppermint Apes. We've also got Instagram, search um, Peppermint Apes Band. We're on there. So if there's any cancellations or any changes to our gigs, obviously, we will announce it on there. Um But that aside, though... um, you guys all jokes aside i mean on a serious note have you stacked up your food like i went shopping today have you guys no. done, done your shopping do you uh, feel do you feel kind of pressured now to do it has it is, is
2: it still a bit of a media hype to you or do you well, think you're gonna go out and well thankfully we kind of not stock up but when steph goes does the shopping she kind of just gets one extra bit anyway in, like you know toiletries just in case yeah. anything it's just we, we're not gonna out panic ball at all but Do you mean one extra trolley Honestly, yeah <laughs> yeah we'll just, totally want to just pause it through the front door oh, i've got this <laughs> but because we've got oscar mm. we want to make sure he is okay so it's it's things like nappies wet wipes uh all them kind of things as long as he's okay then i'm fine you know um we so Steph's been getting like um meals pasta bakes things like, like dolmeo ones just it's something you can just keep in the cupboard things like that um obviously i don't think we've got to worry about perishables like your meats, mm. your milks, because they're always yeah. going to be fresh. It's your long-lasting things mm. and like, all the passes. Also. But yeah, Steph's not she's not bulk buying, but she just bought, like, one extra thing. She went shopping twice this week just mm. to get some for the weekend, you know. She's going to go again on Monday. It, yeah. We're not panic buying. We're just just getting an, an extra little thing, if that makes sense, you know.
0: Yeah. One thing I'll say to everybody as well, um, I mean, I certainly I didn't bulk buy today, but I certainly ordered more than what I would usually order. Um, I think I think picks more. I should say I think mentally, yeah. everyone's
2: doing it unknowingly. Yeah, I mean, they're just doing it, aren't they? It's,
0: it's, 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 it's two things. One, obviously, I, I would suggest people buy a bit more because even if coronavirus does turn out to be a bit more of a, a media hype, you know, I think there's going to be a shortage of food yeah. in in shops for a while. But my sort of advice to people would be: eat roadkill. Yeah. Yeah, just, <laughs> like, just eat a squirrel. Yeah, yeah um, just eat each other. No, but <laughs> <laughs> I hope it no, doesn't go that way. No, yeah. but, but what I will say to people is you know Cannibalism. Every...
2: <laughs> that's what I mean. <laughs> go there. There'll be your conjuract. There'll, there'll be some weirdo <laughs> out, out of fancy eating an arm. <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> Coronavirus is my time. <laughs> that's,
0: so that's really why Lewis isn't here tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's currently in the frying pan. But no, But no, I generally think people should if you're yeah. gonna go shopping, don't just go to the supermarkets. And stuff. Go to like little shops, like the the corner shops, the corner yeah, shops, absolutely. I'm sure yeah, they've got yeah, one some stop, toilet roll, things like that. Yeah, I was,
2: I was actually um, when we went to because old Bissell, Mr. Bissell, came to our Colchester gig, didn't he? Mm. Now he works in Lidl, doesn't he, uh, yeah. as a customer assistant? And I said to him, so how's it affecting you? He went, yeah, no toilet roll, sand stuff, no hand sanitizer, things like that. And um, he just he just said, it's just ridiculous. It's just absolutely
0: ridiculous. It's gone over the top. And the thing is, looking back on it. And, you know, I really do hope everyone's safe. And because it is a serious virus at the same time. Um, and I do hope that everything does in the next sort of couple of weeks just die down. Yeah. You know, if we get, we can get back to normal. The, 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 what's um, watch
2: justifying it for myself though, mate, is I've, you see the stats. There are more people each year who die of cancer, more mm-hmm. people who die of, um, loads of other illnesses and flu, just seasonal flu as well. Mm. People have, thousands hundreds of thousands die of flu you know every year so
1: it's those ones with weaker immunities as it stands anyway it it it? seems to be worse
2: things out there that i just
0: hope they kind of do enough research which they will be in terms of longevity because it could just be a a small little virus or it could be people get feel they get cured but down the line their immune system's not you know is is weakened Mm. which then you could like i say die by a basic flu but all that seriousness you know seriousness aside um Providing everything goes to plan, I wish everyone all the best of health. Of course I do. Like you say, in a couple of years' time, and we look back on this, 2020, is that going to be the year
2: of the toilet roll?
1: Is that going to be... <laughs> yeah. We should write a song about coronavirus.
2: Yeah. Well, there is one. The bloke is uh, my Sharona, wasn't it? He had uh, done his own version for my corona. Really? Uh, yeah. 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 It's, on, it's, on, it's on the YouTube. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, it, I think we'll look back on it. If... <laughs> i'm so pessimistic honestly i'm i'm actually winding my wife up so much because i'm just like oh it's the extinction you know oh, it's okay. the end of the world as we know i'm, I'm sending rem songs to my family <laughs> it does feel like we're
0: uh, like you know it does feel like an apocalypse at the moment it, it's it, does. Like, it's it feels like, the feels the like we're world, in a film doesn't it but it's like the world's, the world's end <laughs> on itself
2: because if you think about it obviously we're running out right to a bar. <laughs> but, but if you think we've run out of like toilet roll and trees make toilet roll you know when, they, when it's all processed um Therefore, you got to cut down more trees. Now, I'm not trying to sound like Greenpeace or anything, but it's true. It's it's a knock on effect, yeah. and it's going to start showing an effect soon. And then also business wise, you know, the economy is going to start going down the toilet. Just it's just a knock on effect, isn't it? Things like that. It is. Yeah. Absolutely. But fingers crossed. Yeah. Do you, so will do do you guys you, you guys currently don't know anyone who's suffering from it? Um, Lucky my me
1: um, auntie she come back from Italy, um, about. Weeks ago, okay. Um, have you seen her since? No, I haven't. I'm yeah. singing on the 25th of April, but she hasn't got it. But um, she came back from Italy and got a really bad cough fever, um, and was laid up, I think, in bed. Um, she went to the hospital, not hospital, sorry. She had, I think, because okay, you're not supposed to go to the hospital, are you? No, I think she, she called up and said, Look, these are my symptoms. Um, someone actually came around and assessed her, I think, um, and she didn't have it, but they she, they said, You know, it, You might manifest into it or something like that. So you know, self-quarantine for two weeks. I think she's just coming out of that now, but she's still not very well. Okay, Um, fingers crossed, mate. I've got a couple of friends um, who live in Italy. Actually, in their they're quarantined. Really, she can't leave the house. Wow, and they're
2: finding people as well, aren't they? Walking the street. Um, It's scary, isn't it? That's the thing. It's
1: like if if it. (laughs) I just I can't imagine. I mean, especially English people. We're we're told to do one thing. We're just not going to do it. Yeah, and if they turn around and said to us, "Oh, you everyone has to." on lockdown, everyone's going to be like, nah,
2: you know it is, right, mate? Mate, <laughs> the Italian police will just shoot you because yeah. they've got guns, whereas English British police, police, they have to pass through parliament, yeah. go through the yeah. government, and then they've got to put it through a statute, yeah. you know, things like yeah, that. And, and by the time that's gone through, but <laughs> by the time it's gone through, this will be over. Yeah. And so it will blow over. Yeah. But, worth it. Yeah. but on a different note, if let's just say everyone's
0: safe, first of all, we hope, and if it, we are on lockdown, but let's just say gigs are cancelled, on the music scene, the Pepin' Apes gigs, we don't think they will be. But if they are, you know, what's next for the
2: Apes this year? What would be our plan? Well, so we'd uh, do more podcasts. We'd yeah, hopefully I think you, we're not... you, you like to push YouTube quite a lot, don't yeah. you? And I think we all do as well. Um, So I think we do have to... It'd be two things. We'd have to do some YouTube covers, but I do think we should also do some YouTube live gigs.
1: Yeah. You know, so... On the, on the dates that that gig was. Oh, yeah,
2: or that, yeah. I mean, we'd have to go and rent out a studio set up for a gig performance. If we're allowed to go in that
1: studio. <laughs> allowed... I'm only saying, because if, if we was going to have a gig that night, then we're all free that night. Yeah,
2: okay. absolutely, yeah. yeah. So it might be worth us getting a studio if we go to control rooms or something, or even if we went over to um, Card Trick, got their mm. gig rehearsal room for a couple of hours, you know, did a gig. and just yeah. do a gig there, you know, and, and stream it live. We've got we've got the resort, we've got the equipment to do it, so let's mm. that's, that's utilise it, really. Certainly.
0: It doesn't stop the band. We're going to keep getting stronger as yeah. possible. We just hope we can do it on stage yeah you know but uh, no, it's been an interesting podcast it's been a bit
2: more serious one but I think it's one that we had to talk about yeah we um, couldn't avoid it could we no, we, it, we were yeah.
0: just going to talk about originally the, the local music scene yeah uh, we still have um, but
2: you well, know but the coronavirus it, we, put, we, we couldn't ignore it. it put no. reality in alright everyone thank you very much for listening or watching this podcast um, we will be producing more material in the coming months as well please make sure you like and subscribe us on facebook and youtube and thank you very much for joining us